How did you used to feel about Christmas when your relationship with food wasn't that great? Oh gosh, I hated Christmas. I woke up anxious. No, the night before, I'd be planning what I'd be doing the next day. What am I going to have breakfast? Am I even allowed to have breakfast? How can I do the day so that I save up as many calories as possible for the damage that I knew was going to be done? And then noticing how differently I view it now is actually a really good feeling. All Christmas used to be about for me, yeah, was fearing the food that I was going to eat, knowing I was going to eat mm. and eat and eat, and knowing that I was going to make myself past the point of fullness, sickness, hurt. I've probably eaten, and, and again, some days this happens, and there's nothing wrong with that when it happens now and then, but probably close to 10,000 calories and like a whole block of silver. You might be coming to every Christmas doing this every single time, and it just being the norm or what you do without thinking to realize actually, this isn't good for me, and it, it can be a different way. Now, Hello and welcome back to my podcast Thrive with Elsa. Today I'm sharing with you a discussion me and Maria had over on her podcast Showing Up with Maria. We talk about all things Christmas, our experiences of Christmas when our relationship to food was rather bad and toxic, as well as tips and mindset shifts that will help avoid the negative thought cycles you might experience over this time. Listen, listen twice if you need to, because I think this is a really important um, episode. If you like the episode, please make sure to subscribe to both my podcast and Maria's. Give us a rating and share with your friends and family. It really does mean a lot. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome back to the Showing Up With Maria podcast and I am joined today by one of my best mates, Elsa. Hello. <laughs> Hello Elsa. We're, well we're acting like this is an introduction. Elsa and I have actually been on Zoom for about an hour now already yeah. recording different things and I wanted to do a podcast with her because we always have good chats. Good chats only. Good, good vibes chat. only. <laughs> good vibes. <laughs> Good vibes, manifestation, good vibes, star signs, all the evidence-based stuff over here. Gosh, I don't even, this is the thing, we were speaking about star signs and it's not even that I like, I don't follow it, I don't believe in it, but some part of me wants, I don't know, when you read something, it's like, oh yeah, (laughs) you want to believe it. Yeah, and I do, but I do think as well, if it's, if someone takes comfort in it and finds reassurance, then go for it. But if you start living your life by something then that's when there's a like a thing so it's the first of december jingle bells <laughs> oh my gosh i actually i cannot wrap my head around the fact that we're going into 2023 i swear to god in my head it's still 2017 i feel sick like i actually feel sick like i remember it being new year i remember saying three two one for 2022 this has gone i think this is my quickest year ever do you know also i don't want to make you feel even more depressed but i swear they get quicker as you get older yeah so if yours feels quick imagine how mine feels with 10 years on you everyone Um, listening we apologize for this anxiety inducing (laughs) oh my gosh yeah sorry guys have everyone had a great year yay (laughs) no I actually did I have been reflecting a little bit on my year because I saw you said about you remembered the new year Mm. I spent new year leading into 2022 in that covid prison in Dubai and sharing that room with those three other women and I remember, I feel awful because I can't remember her name, but the young girl woke me up at midnight because they were doing fireworks like over obviously in the actual city of Dubai. And I looked out my little cell window and saw the thing, saw the fireworks. 
how mad is that and when I've said that to people they're like that's the worst of years and I was like do you know what it was just a night also actually just so I can say this in case people are listening and they're new to the podcast I wasn't actually in prison I didn't do anything wrong (laughs) (laughs) I call it COVID prison because I got COVID in Dubai in case people are like who the hell is this girl um (laughs) but yeah and then when I actually I've been just thinking back like this year so you know when a year goes really quick but then you look back and you're like oh my god but that seems so long ago yeah I guess yeah and so much has happened I think especially for you like this has just been a full-on year yeah this is a lot of yeah well so for you graduated started your master's yeah it is mad it's mad um I've had a few chats with people obviously it is December we'll keep it like related to health and fitness I mean we can go off on tangents because that's more fun anyway I think but um (laughs) how did you used to feel about Christmas when you weren't when your relationship with food wasn't that great oh gosh I hated Christmas I I woke up anxious I woke up no the night before I'd be planning what I'd be doing the next day in terms of what am I going to have breakfast am I even allowed to have breakfast how can I do the day so that I save up as many calories as possible for the damage that I knew was going to be done in the evening because I knew the kinds of foods that we'd be cooking and that I wouldn't be able to control myself around these foods I'd help quite because okay so my parents have a hotel and we stay open for Christmas so we would open we would um cook Christmas dinner not only for guests and then for us so when we were when I was helping out the food that we were making wasn't just for the family it was also for guests right and I'd get just yeah very anxious about the things that was going into the food so when I saw the oil being used or like the goose fat for the potatoes I'd be like no you can't use that much like don't and obviously like for a classic roast like you do and it's not like it's not just me going to be eating it's like other people so I would get so freaked out about what was going on I would want to control everything but everything was that it was kind of out of my control because it wasn't just my place to say like this is what I'm going to have and sometimes I'd even leave some foods a section out where I could then cook afterwards but then what would end up happening is that I would just eventually just eat everything because I enjoyed it and and then, uh, I don't know, I would feel so guilty afterwards, but then I couldn't stop myself either. So it was just this constant of like, I would eat till I'm really full, would feel horrible about what I've just done. But then uh, like in two hours time, like I'd want to eat again. So yeah. because I was, I spent the whole day, like I'd be, I, I was restricting the whole day. Like I couldn't eat breakfast. I couldn't, I don't know. I It was just Christmas was not a good time for me at all like very very triggering and because my family very much revolves around food anyway like our culture we like to celebrate with food and Christmas is even more so like that because that's what you do like family comes around and you eat and people celebrate by overindulging as well which I'm yeah. not necessarily if that's a great thing but in culture sometimes like it, it just it just happens you know so me having that awareness with how my family is around food would make me even more anxious and yeah it's just it wasn't a good time yeah oh Oh, mate I remember yeah I actually I although these conversations obviously aren't nice because they're us talking about us when we weren't in a great place Mm -hmm. I get loads of benefit from it though because now listening to you talk about that I was then in my head thinking of 
how I used to see Christmas and then noticing how differently I view it now is actually a really good feeling to know that that's not what it's like like all Christmas used to be about for me yeah was fearing the food that I was going to eat and also knowing that and not even knowing I was going to eat and eat and eat and knowing that I was going to make myself past the point of fullness sickness hurting actual I remember once Elsa eating so much cheese I kid you not I had to I didn't sleep you know when you've eaten so much that point of fullness where you actually cannot sleep because you feel sick and I had to lay on my back and I couldn't have like my arms or hands anywhere in my stomach because if I swear if you touched my stomach I was going to vomit I was like and then this is the best bit the next day I convinced myself it was the dairy and yeah it you know I need to cut out all dairy because that's what it was not the fact that I swear to god I've probably eaten and and again some days this happens and there's nothing wrong with that when it happens now and then but probably close to 10,000 calories and like a whole block of Stilton so it wasn't it was dairy it was the whole block of it (laughs) that I've eaten it is mad because like but we're doing all of this restriction in the name of health does that make sense so it's like i don't know it i personally obviously people can restrict and people can die we're not speaking about that we're just speaking about like our personal experience and how it went in the wrong way because obviously it doesn't always inevitably lead in this direction but speaking about it speaking about it is important because you might be coming to every christmas doing this every single time and it just being the norm or what you do without thinking to realize actually i don't feel good like this isn't good for me and it it can be a different way Mm -hmm. um so i I think i think something that makes it so much harder for people and it all ties back to what we talk about all the time, which is like relationship with food and fear in different foods. Even if you haven't, even if you like, even if you do experience like disordered eating habits, but it's not on a huge scale, still buying into this idea that certain foods are bad and need to be avoided. And then at Christmas, or if you think of all those foods that we have been told are bad and we should be avoided, cheese, um, like you said, oil, carbohydrates roast potatoes yorkshire puddings chocolate is a massive one like everything we've grown up being like oh don't have that have too much of that it'll make you fat all these things that people have said is then the holiday where all of that is everywhere so i know that the reason i found it so hard is because they were all the foods i do everything in my power to avoid as much as i could throughout the year whereas now i I, I honestly remember eating like a whole box of heroes and I might do that again, but I very much doubt it only because if I, I like, I would never used to have chocolate on like a Tuesday. If I had chocolate, it would only be on like a Saturday or a Sunday. Now, if I want a bit of chocolate, I had a bit of chocolate yesterday or day was it yesterday? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I had chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know, so yeah. because, and this, again, we, we say this all the time. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a long process, but because now I don't really have food, I don't see foods as good or bad some foods align with my goals if I'm working towards something better than others and some foods give me more nourishment than others and I'm mindful of that because I want my diet to allow me to live like healthy and happy so you know I don't have donuts every single meal but I'm not fearful of a donut because I understand it's not bad it doesn't make me a bad person because of all that work throughout the year now times when there's Christmas or 
you know, all the, all you go on holiday, for example, there's like an open bar or a buffet. Oh, my buffets used to be, I would be mental for a buffet. Mm-hmm. I no, me love too. a buffet, mate. Because it's like, <laughs> no, I completely get you. And you're so right. Like the days of Christmas to New Year, I knew that the foods that I was going to be exposed to were foods that I shouldn't be eating. So that's what made it so scary. Like, I was just always on edge and I knew I couldn't trust myself. And and it's so silly. Like this is food that we're talking about. It's literally just food, food that we eat every single day. You're meant to eat every single day. Like you think we wouldn't be so afraid of something, but I've made these foods to be something that they're not. When you restrict something, when you, when you build up this narrative around something, I don't know, you just, as you said, now our diets are more flexible and our approaches are more flexible. So when it comes to Christmas, yeah, we are going to have the dessert. We are going to have the roast potatoes, but we don't need all of it because this is something that everyone should do. If you're feeling in that state of like, oh my God, I need to like eat this all, just remind yourself, you're allowed to have this whenever other time that you want it. This isn't the only day that you're allowed to have this just because it's Christmas and it's there. Like, no, you can have this tomorrow too. You can have this in a few hours time if you really wanted it. Like if if in two weeks time, you're still craving roast dinner, you're allowed to have roast dinner. The more you normalize and the more you tell yourself like, hang on, like there's no need to be in this like scarcity mindset. I think that's what I put myself and my body in this like this scarcity you don't you shouldn't be having food around you like you can't control yourself around food so you have to be separate from all of it and that you'd think that helps you think dieting this is the thing people go back to dieting in response to being out of control with food but what you really need is just normalizing that okay these are some foods that are less nutritious but you enjoy them you can include them in your diet and then once you realize and once you eat those foods quite a few times, your body actually craves more nutritious foods anyway. Like it yeah. does. You will not continue craving chocolate after chocolate after chocolate. Like you won't. Like you have to trust yourself that you yeah. won't. You fully won't. Like that's what keeps us from changing. That's what makes us not want to be more flexible because we're scared that we're just going to continue overdoing it. But having not having that trust in yourself and keep restricting is what maintains this fear and this anxiety and then what makes you then or what contributes to you overdoing it inevitably anyway so Mm. I think it's the idea as well that little that time warp between Christmas and New Year that is a weird ass week anyway then this idea that New Year is going to come Mm. And I'm never going to eat this food again. So let's eat all of it now and get it out of the way, out of the house. Don't worry about it. And then 1st of January comes around, I'm going to be so, I'm using quotations, but good and so clean and healthy and I'm never going to eat that again. Mm. And it never works. But that plays into that idea of then eating even when you're potentially not hungry, having dessert even if you're not hungry, not registering your fullness, like not because you're just trying to cram it in because you're lying to yourself saying that this is never going to happen again. I'm going to be, I'm going to try harder. I'm going to do better. And this won't. And it's not about trying harder or doing better. Like at all. If the main thing that I want anyone to take away from this conversation right now is if you're thinking, 
or you find yourself in a position where you just can't stop yourself for like you might not even be consciously thinking in that very moment that like oh my god like this is bad or I don't know whatever you might think but if you're in a position where you just can't find yourself stopping just say to yourself I can have this tomorrow if I want to and I guarantee that's going to change everything from especially like if you're if you tend to have the mindset of oh in January I won't have anything I'm going to be so good like New Year's resolution and all this which for some people sometimes isn't motivating and it is a good time to set your goals and whatever but yeah just make that shift from oh I'm going to restrict everything and I'm going to be so good in January to yeah I can have this tomorrow if I want literally I think that's the most simple thing but I think that's going to be so even for I'm literally going to use that I'm going to because sometimes in that high stress environment or in a triggering environment because obviously I've had these Christmases uh, like the way that I felt in the past that was for a good few years so even if I'm not like that now sometimes those voices come back and haunt me you know so I can very much find myself doing maybe restricting without even potentially realizing or if other people around me don't eat breakfast I'm like oh maybe like I shouldn't eat breakfast so then I find myself in a position later on where I'm like oh my god I need to eat all because I'm not allowed to have it and I'm doing something bad but I think just reminding myself that you can have this whenever you want that I think that's going to change the game for me for Christmas oh she's changed the (laughs) game game. um (laughs) You said something. I've just thought of a question I want to ask you. What do you actually think of New Year's resolutions? Mm, Now, I don't know whether I just don't like them too much because I personally haven't been able to stick to something. And that's just not not even just New Year's resolutions, but sometimes with goal setting. I I have a a weird thing about saying goals, and I don't know why. And I think I'm still trying to... You know what I'm going to say? what you need to get on that group and watch lewis's goal setting webinar. yeah maybe i do <laughs> plug in no i think it's a difficult one i think it is news resolutions it's a great time to reflect like because the year has ended you want to see where you've where maybe you haven't succeeded and where you might have wanted to do more and whatever maybe there are things that you thought you really wanted but actually you don't want so want to so much so I definitely think it's a great time to reflect see where you want to go and what you want to bring in the new year it's so good to be intentional and active about the life that you want to be leading because all too often I'm such a culprit of this like I'm quite passive sometimes and I just assume either things will happen or I just go by day by day and then thinking oh why am I not here but obviously if you don't change anything nothing will change so it's it's hard because obviously you're not I'm not always in the position in this position where I'm motivated and I'm and I feel like I have the capacity and the energy to make these choices and whatever and sometimes I've actually gone through stages where these decisions feel really overwhelming because it's like I've come to a point where I've realized if 
the way you lead your life and the things that you achieve in your life are very much down to you and the choices that you make. Sometimes it's empowering and other times when you are feeling a bit lost, it's just overwhelming and it's just confusing because you don't know what the right answer is. So unless you take that step to evaluate and reflect where you are, where you want to be, like then there is no way of moving forward. So I think... New Year's resolution, if it comes with all that active, conscious like reflection and aligning with what you truly want, it is great. But if it's just an off the bat, oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work out and I'm gonna get fit and healthy, but like that's it, that's all you do. I don't think it's it's worth anyone's time because that's when it just tends to not really I don't know, it doesn't go anywhere. And behavior change is hard. Like yeah. this is something as well. Like it is hard but that doesn't mean that it's not doable yeah no I agree I'm all for anything that helps someone give themselves a bit of a kick up the ass and if that's a new year's resolution then like by all means it's the same how I don't want I want everyone with our message and how what we speak about things to realize they don't have to exercise to look a certain way. However, if that is someone's first motive to get them moving, I'm not slating that because that's how I got into resistance training. I wanted to look a certain way and it got me into that space. Now I understand why I'm really doing it. So I feel that way the same as I do with New Year's resolutions. However, if it's just, if you're someone that just every year says, oh, I'm going to, I want to drop a dress size or, ah, oh, I want to get fit or, ah, oh, I want to be confident. And then it ends there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's not what it's about. I also, it was, the reason I asked is it was nice because I got asked the other day, like, well, what are your New Year's resolutions going to be? And I was actually like, what? I was like, I don't <laughs> set New Year's resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what do you mean? You don't set goals. I was like, well, yeah, I set goals. And I will use the new year as a time to reflect. Like I said to you, reflecting back on this year, how far I've come. I think that's brilliant. But I personally, now, there was a time I thought new year, new me. Yay. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I know now that's bullshit. But now if there's something I want in my life, I I wouldn't think twice about setting a goal whenever. I remember when I was... um, When I was 25 and I quit smoking, and I quit smoking at the beginning of December. And I remember people saying to me at the time what why are you quitting smoking now like we're gonna go out and get pissed or whatever and I was like because I want to quit smoking I'm not waiting till January I'm quitting that and I quit at the beginning of December that's so true yeah you don't have to wait yeah no it's just that was when I wanted I understand like oh you're gonna go out and I'm sure I can't remember every cigarette I had but I'm sure looking back when I first quit in December there was a couple of nights out I probably did do you know what I mean but overall I did quit from then so it's like if you want to make a change you're just finding another reason to put off making the change if you're waiting to a certain day. Yeah. So if, if you're think, feeling like there's something you want to change now, and I'm not talking just health and fitness outside of that, maybe you want to work on a relationship with someone, maybe you want to improve your work ethic at work, maybe there's a promotion, anything. There are things you can, there'll be something that you can start doing tomorrow. Yeah. It might be tiny, but that's all you need. There'll be something that you can change tomorrow that will move you closer to the outcome that you want. You do not have to wait until the 1st of January. And also I think it's better to do it that way because it's all those small little steps that add up. This is where people go wrong as well. They'll wait to a certain day and think I'm going to change and they'll have a list of everything they want to change. And then they wonder why they feel shit about themselves and they can't do it. 
it's like you can do it you've just tried to do too much at once so why not start now and look at just adding in some more fruits and vegetables adding in an extra half hour of studying a day adding in you know an extra walk an extra I don't know a reading a book if you want to improve your vocabulary I don't know do you know but do it now and then not leave it all at one time because you're right when it is the new year's resolution I think everyone thinks that it has to be this big thing as well like if you're not changing everything and if you're not a new you then it's pointless as well but that's wrong because that is just what's setting you up to fail because your your expectations of change are way beyond what's actually realistic for you because if you haven't been doing any of those things at all what makes you think that you will then do all of them to full capacity on the 1st of January like it doesn't actually make sense and oh it my might- god I feel like I want to record you because I don't feel like the audio is going to quite show the passion that's in your face right now <laughs> she's very passionate and very animated right now guys this is I speak with my hands Elsa does but you do but I think I do I'm doing think- it now but you are a very handsy speaker but I love it I love everything about it but yeah <laughs> and uh, my face is like disgusted like yeah it was your eyebrows that was making me anyway what was Mm -hmm. i saying oh i'm sorry i've lost you now i was saying that like our expectations are so are so big when actually you haven't been doing any of those things anyway so like just be more realistic and then I think another thing with new year's resolutions sometimes people aren't in even in a good state at that time anyway so for those people the new year might it might feel like a lot of pressure to make those changes even though they might not necessarily be in a position where making those changes is good for them or maybe you feel like oh my god like I don't have any new year's resolutions like what's wrong with me or like I don't know it's it like for different people it can be a great thing and no matter what I think I think it's a great time because it is a natural period where everyone feels like it is a time to make that change so like it can be really positive and really powerful but if you're doing it without the reflection and like truly sitting down to understand where do I want to take my life how do I want to live like what kind of values and what are my priorities and obviously of course this can change throughout the year but I think they they can be a positive tool for someone to use. So I'm not like against them. I don't know what, I think I need to sit down and understand, okay, do I have any any New Year's resolutions? Like, well, I don't know what I'd be working on, but it'd be interesting. Well, when I do think about it, I'll let you know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think that's a perfect place to end the podcast. I think so. We'll do a to be continued and Elsa will come on and just let us know her goals and how she's now feeling about resolutions. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait to let you know. There might be nothing, but maybe we'll see. Um if you have anything you want to add to this, guys, if you're listening to this and you want to let us know your thoughts on New Year's resolutions, on how you feel around Christmas, hopefully what we've said about that and Elsa's advice about reminding yourself that you can have this tomorrow. If when it yeah. comes to food and stuff, let us know how you find that. Um, you can find us both on Instagram at more movement coaching and at thrive.with.elsa. And we're always our inbox is always open. So message us with anything. Um, please remember to rate, share um the podcast, like the podcast. It helps it very much. 
and we'll both be back soon, I am sure. Yes. Bye. Bye.